Blaze Radio Network. And now, Chewing the Fat with Jeff Fisher. For those of you, like me, that forgot to celebrate National Hot Dog Day yesterday um, and decided, you know what, I'll just have pizza, uh, there's been some pizza recall going on. A company is recalling 10,584 pounds of pepperoni pizza products. Oh, okay, yeah, it's ready dough pizza products. Uh, They also uh, contain milk, wheat, and soybeans. Uh, Those are known food allergens that could possibly cause life-threatening reactions if you're allergic to the ingredients. Some products didn't even have an ingredient label. Others had the wrong ingredient level uh, label. I don't know what was going on at Ready Dough Pizza, but (laughs) doing the job properly was not one of the things going on. So the USDA Food Safety and Inspection Service, and I love the FSIS, announced the recall after a routine surveillance discovered the problem. So the pepperoni pizza from a ready dough pizza didn't even have a USDA mark of inspection. Oh, uh, okay. So there was a lot uh, going on, a lot not happening with the old ready dough pizza. (laughs) (laughs) and uh, the products were produced from january 12th of 2022 through july 13th of 2022 wow so there's quite a number of products uh, as part of the recall look products that fail to declare allergens are routinely recalled and you know of course because they can cause life-threatening adverse reactions whether it's milk wheat or soybeans Um, the same symptoms are all part of the food allergies, right? So if you're suffering from tingling or itching in the mouth, hives, itching, or eczema, swelling of the lips, face, tongue, and throat, or other parts of the body, wheezing, nasal congestion, or trouble breathing, abdominal pain, diarrhea, nausea, or vomiting, dizziness, lightheadedness, or fainting, you probably are getting a reaction to the old ready dough pizza. You might want to, you know, go to see a physician. (laughs) If you're not feeling any of that, you know what? Just take the pizza back and get yourself a little bit of cash. Okay? Ready dough pizza. Now, it says here the company sold the pepperoni pizza in retail locations in Florida. Okay, well then, it's just just Florida. That's, That's good. It's only one state. So those of you in my uh, in my home away from home, Tampa Bay, if you had a ready dough pizza and are experiencing any of those symptoms, I would uh, I would get yourself checked out. Makes you really bummed that you missed the National Hot Dog Day celebration uh, instead of uh, having hot dogs. You had pizza. Makes you kind of bummed out about that, doesn't it? It does me. Welcome. Welcome to Chewing the Fat. And I'm not joking about missing that National Hot Dog Day either. I'm going to have to order myself some Kogels. Some Kogel Viennas from Michigan. I know the rest of the hot dogs, ballpark, all those hot dogs are, you know, I know they're bad for you. and, and or they're supposed to be bad for you. I get it. But the best hot dogs in the world to me. This is an unpaid commercial kogels k-o-e-g-e-l 
Kogel Viennas. Awesome, man. I love, I've been eating those things since I was a kid. My dad used to bring home 10-pound boxes of them. Awesome. I know. A 10-pound box of hot dogs? Yeah, amazingly, and I know this is going to come as a surprise. Uh, you don't eat them all at once. But it's nice to know they're there. I mean, as long as we're talking about food. If you purchased a Kingdom Honey Royal Honey VIP from ShopAx, S-H-O-P-A-A-X, uh, there's been a recall on the Kingdom Honey Royal Honey VIP. Why? Well, it had a uh, an erectile dysfunction drug in the honey. So if you were happy, if you've purchased this product and your hubby or your boyfriend has been ready for business... Uh, you might not want to re- return it, but they've shut it down. <laughs> the company says every single lot of Kingdom Honey Royal Honey VIP is included in the recall. ShopAx suspended the sale of all other products on its website pending an investigation. However, according to this article, the honey product was also available elsewhere, online, and in retail stores. So if you're happy with the way hubby and your boyfriend have been, uh, you know, taking care of a little business after having a little honey. Uh, maybe they want a little, little, little honey after a little honey. <laughs> Don't turn it in. But if you're concerned, uh, you probably should. The shop act sold the kingdom honey between February 2021 and July of this year. So it comes in a golden box. Each box has 20 containers with 20 grams of honey in it. So, uh, you know, it's uh, it doesn't it's not Viagra. It's the product that they make Viagra with the uh, Slidenful, uh, and you know, you know, it can interact with nitrates and prescription drugs uh, like nitroglycerin and people with diabetes and high blood pressure, high cholesterol, and heart disease often take the nitrates. So it could be risky for you to take take that if you're being treated for a cardiac condition. Uh, other than that, though, I mean, if you were wondering, oh, man, I don't know why every time I have a little bit of honey, I'm ready for a little honey business. Uh, that's why. So up to you whether you want to take it back or not. All right, let's just stick with foods. Uh, Smithfield Foods will pay restaurants and caterers $42 million to settle a lawsuit that accused the giant meat producer of conspiring to inflate pork prices, which will likely only add to concerns about big pork. But we'll see how that goes. Uh, They began notifying companies affected by this latest settlement. Previously, Smithfield has settled with, I think we, and we've talked about these, they settled with a different group of pork buyers for $83 million. And JBS agreed to pay the restaurants and caterers $12.75 million in the pork lawsuit. JBS also said it would pay $52.5 million to settle a similar beef price fixing lawsuit. Now, uh, Smithfield and JBS uh, said, uh, yeah, we are not admitted to any wrongdoing uh, as part of these settlements, okay? Sure, we'll pay the money out and we'll make things appear to be right, but we are not saying we were wrong in any of this, okay? I mean, we've had price-fixing lawsuits filed against uh, chicken producers. A couple hundred million dollars of settlements have been approved in those chicken cases, 
Restaurant companies that have sued accused meat processors that control more than 70% of pork production of coordinating efforts to limit the supply of hogs and inflate prices between 2009 and this year. And it looks as though that they were doing that, although they didn't admit to it. They're just saying, yeah, we're not admitting to it, but here's a bunch of money. (laughs) There's still pending lawsuits against uh, Hormel, Tyson Foods, Seaboard Foods, Triumph Foods, Agristat's database company that alleged allegedly used to share confidential information about price capacity and demand. So, I mean, Big Meat is uh, is screwing everybody. (laughs) Then we had a jury in New Mexico. You can quote me on that too, by the way. Big Meat is screwing everybody. A jury in a New Mexico court has awarded a cattle producer a multi-million dollar judgment against... Tyson Fresh Meats over a contract dispute. So the final judgment uh, ordered Tyson to pay $2.5 million in actual damages and another $8 million in punitive damages to Zia Agricultural Consulting, LLC. I love that brand. Zia Agriculture Consulting, LLC. Man, that is a good-looking brand. The, it's Albuquerque-based Zia has uh, sued Tyson in May of 2020, alleging the Packer had breached a 2019 premium contract after it failed to pay the $2.488 million. Oh, so Zia was to provide several thousand head of premium cattle, which were suitable for Whole Foods Global Animal Partnership certified program. And what a great program that is. The uh, Whole Foods Global Animal Partnership certified program and slash or non-hormone treated cattle. What a great program that is. Uh, Tyson purchases uh, slaughterers and then packs the Global Animal Partnership certified cattle which is almost exclusively sold to Whole Foods. Uh, In 2018 and early 2019, representatives of Zia and Tyson agreed to a contract that assigned a premium to Zia's produced cattle. But when Zia began to deliver the cattle, Tyson said, yeah, no, we're not going to pay you the price on that, the the agreed-on price. No, uh, we can't do that. Uh, Well, you probably should have because uh, now they, they were sued and they lost in that deal. So, a lot going on with Big Meat. <laughs> All right, just just write your own jokes, okay? Well, let's go to the break room. I need something cold to drink, okay? Write your own jokes on Big Meat being ready for business. <sighs> so good. So did you know that cannabis use has surged across the United States disproportionately in states that legalized the substance in recent years? Wait, what? (laughs) So Columbia University and City University of New York did a study. Uh, I can tell you that I would like a little bit of that study money because I could have told them that prior to their study uh yeah let's see cannabis use went up in states where it was legalized do you think that that actually would happen so they found that both the rate of cannabis use and the daily amount of use rose in the united states 
during that time. Americans of all ages who were smokers were also significantly more likely to be regular users of cannabis, especially if they were teens. Well, I mean, teens aren't supposed to be smoking anyway, and they shouldn't be smoking cannabis. So, I mean, right? I, I real Look, I got it. But I'm just saying they're not supposed to, right? Uh, so, how if they're breaking the law... We can't do anything about that. Well, we can force them. No, well, you really can't force people to not break the law. The study looked at a sample of 784,293 Americans overall, 56,276 of which were surveyed in 2017. Okay. Another 11 states have since fully legalized recreational marijuana use since 2017, bringing the total to 19 in addition to Washington, D.C., although it remains federally outlawed. Yeah, well, I don't know. I mean, that that bag is out of the weed. That weed is out of the bag. That cat is out of the bag. That drug is out of the bag. Whatever saying you want to say. I mean, this is, this is why... <laughs> uh, can't remember lines? Yeah, it's probably because... Looking at, uh, you know, the federally uh, legal marijuana bill is uh, eminent. There's uh, a lot of people in the Senate saying that they're going to plan to, uh, you know, make marijuana uh, legal uh, federally because it's marijuana's time. So, uh, you know, that's pretty cool, right? So even if uh, it helps me, you know, uh, not remember stuff. Uh, I can still do it because it'll be legal everywhere, man. So you won't be able to do anything to me when I just sit down and... stuff is hard on the throat so it looks like we may have a Depp Heard season two uh amber heard has officially filed to appeal the verdict in the defamation case against uh, johnny depp lawyers representing amber heard filed the notice in fairfax county virginia so okay i mean the judge already denied the request uh for a new trial right because they claimed the verdict um, was because of the jurist. So, uh, the judge said, no, there's no evidence of fraud or wrongdoing. Get out of here. So to be granted an appeal, Heard is going to have to need to demonstrate that there were errors in the trial or in the presiding judge's reading of the law. Okay. If you want season two, hope that something like that happens. Right now, we're just getting a few promos, uh, you know, letting us know some of the aftermath. <laughs> we're getting the we're getting the epilogue, or uh, you know, we're getting the uh, post credit scenes for a Depp Herd right now. Uh, no telling whether season two may actually happen or not.
I see where Microsoft has announced Viva Engage, a new social app within its Teams product that's going to allow employees to share Snapchat and Instagram-esque stories of their activities. The company describes Viva Engage as a social app for digital communities, conversations, and self-expression tools. While the typical content that goes on stories, videos of your Uber driver, or uh, whatever you want to put on there um, may not seem to work appropriate, Microsoft thinks the, the service will help liven up remote work and foster new connections between employees. Uh, okay. I mean, if, if you're friends already on whatever social media apps you have, I mean, you're still working together i guess i guess um stories will launch on teams later this summer to the app's 270 million monthly users okay all right i mean i thought we had uh last fall slack rolled out clips which is ceo described as being very much like instagram stories or snapchat stories uh linkedin who was under microsoft featured uh the um uh, the one, uh, what did they call it? Ah, I forget what they called it now, but they, they've shut that down. It was the, it was the, you know, the LinkedIn show yourself off app. <laughs> I don't remember what it was called. And then, uh, Twitter had, uh, fleets that went away. So they're just trying to catch up to TikTok, uh, Instagram. And so good luck. Uh, Snapchat, of course, uh, is uh, is up there as well. Uh, you know, good luck. I don't know that uh, Viva Engage between your employees and your uh, you know and your with your Teams product is going to uh, is going to help people. But you know what? Maybe it will. Maybe it will. Don't forget, you can follow me on Twitter at JeffyJFR, Facebook and Instagram Jeff Fisher Radio. Um, you can email the show about anything you'd like, chewingthefat at theblaze.com. You can order a cameo from me. Uh, the links are in my bios of the social media accounts. If you want a cameo at JeffyJFR, order a cameo. I'll do whatever you want. I'll be mean. I'll be nice. I'll be sad. I'll be happy. Whatever you'd like. Part of That's part of the cameo deal. I'll do whatever you like via cameo. Okay? All right. Good. Oh, and if you're listening to this right now and you're not a subscriber to the show, what are you doing with your life? Uh, you need to be a subscriber. And I don't want to be mean. You know, I want to say welcome. How you doing? I appreciate you being here, but become a subscriber. It's free. I'm not charging you anything. It's not like, uh, you know, obviously I do some work for Blaze TV and you can go to blazetv.com slash Jeffy and get, uh, get a discount for your yearly subscription to blaze tv which would be very nice that helps pay for the free uh podcast that i give you each and every day i work this tongue to the bone for you but uh if you're listening now and you're not a subscriber please subscribe just choose a platform that warms the little cockles of your heart and subscribe to chewing the fat used in fact you know look it's free but now you're listening on your buddy's app and uh, his platform, and you're freeloading. Nobody likes a freeloader. Uh, you know, people pretend that they like freeloaders, but they don't. They don't like freeloaders. So do it yourself, okay? 
All right. Now, now we're good, right? All right, good. This story is amazing, and it's horrible at the same time. So a Taco Bell manager here in DFW, uh, the Dallas-Fort Worth Metroplex, Texas, uh, a lawsuit was filed this week for damages in excess of $1 million. It should be a lot more than that. And uh, the girl who could had who did the crime should be fined and charged and gone to jail and Taco Bell should owe a bunch of money as well. So this so Brittany Davis and a girl identified as CT uh, went into the Taco Bell on June 17th and they asked for their they did you know placed their order and they asked for their $31 order to be corrected before the alleged attack happened. So instead of correcting the the order, the Taco Bell employee threatened to fight CT, who was a minor at the time, and the Taco Bell store manager violently and without warning poured a bucket of boiling hot water over CT's and Brittany's heads. Went down, you know, over their shoulders, breasts and legs. I mean, second degree and third degree burns all over their bodies. Yeah, no kidding. And plus, I mean, they were left burning. If you, when that happens, you got to take your clothes off right away. Otherwise, it just that stuff just sticks to your skin, right? I mean, you're you're going to be burned bad anyway, but you want to get those clothes off. I mean, you have to, <laughs> you have to. Holy cow! So, I mean, they'd gone through the drive-through three different times to get the proper order, but the Taco Bell workers refused to correct it. And an employee then let them into the locked dining room and secured the door shut behind them oh hey they were still pissed so then they discussed their order with the workers and 10 minutes before the employees became combative a female manager who wasn't involved in the conversation then came from behind the counter with a scalding bucket of water and doused the two unbelievable i mean holy cow i have not heard about this story this is amazing what uh taco bell should be <laughs> it's gonna cost them a lot of money if it's only a, i mean a million dollars sounds like not enough that's i know you know a million dollars is uh you know a lot of money but it sounds like in this case it's not enough wow i mean adding insult to her injury as the family was leaving the parking lot the Taco Bell employee came outside the front door laughing, clapping, and ta- clapping and taunting the family. Wow. I mean, they started going into shock and having seizures. Well, the girl ran naked into the emergency room. Yeah, after stripping off her clothes. Good. Yes. Yeah, I mean, you have to. You, you have to. That's the first, I mean, the first thing. I, my first wife uh, spilled uh, water on her one evening and uh you know in the kitchen it was just a you know a horrible accident and uh it spilled you know all down her leg and she had a you know big time burn scar on her leg for a long time but it was you know she had obviously had pants on and you know i mean we're you have to take you have to take them off and be, 
It's just you have to. Otherwise, you, you're burning clothes into your body. You do not want that. You can quote me on that. You do not want that. So they had at least 10 seizures. The one girl had at least 10 seizures, deep burns to her chest and stomach. Uh, the other girl had severe burns to her face, chest, legs, arms, and stomach. A million dollars does not sound like enough. I'm sorry. Uh, no way. The judge ordered the Taco Bell location to preserve and turn over uh, over photos and video footage from the restaurant during the time of the incident. Yeah, let's hope that's still there. Um, wow. Aggravated assault. The victim in the aggravated assault case is the suspect in the assault complaint. Uh, one woman was mailing burn. It's unclear whether any other arrests were made. They should all be arrested. Anyone that involved involved in this should be arrested. That's horrific. Wow, I feel really bad for those two people. They're just telling you get the order right, doofuses. I mean, holy cow! All right, more in crime. We can all feel safer. Actually, we can feel a little bit safer, I guess. Mexican Marines have captured fugitive drug lord Rafael Caro Quintero in western Mexico, ending a nine-year search for one of the FBI's most wanted traffickers. The Justice Department announced they will seek his extradition on uh, to the U.S. on drug charges. Yeah, we'll see if that actually happens. Quintero, a founder of the infamous Guadalajara cartel, joined several other men in the 1985 kidnapping and murder of Enrique Camarena, an undercover drug enforcement administration agent, abruptly released on a technicality in 2013. So they were, you know, he was he was in prison. And in 2013, after serving 28 years, they said, oh, yeah, you know what? Uh, there was a technicality. Get out of here. Oh, really? Yeah, go ahead. Get out of here. And three months later, they were like, you know, that was wrong. Yeah, that wasn't a technicality for him at all. <laughs> Why would you you let a drug lord murderer who murdered one of our DEA officers out on a technicality without first? Took you three months to realize, you know, that probably shouldn't have happened. That was wrong. Wow. So he's been on the run since then. And there's been a $20 million reward for his capture. Is $20 million worth uh, your your life of you and your family? I mean, maybe, I guess. I mean, I guess he's continued drug smuggling operations. I'm guessing he may have actually continued drug smuggling operations even when he was in prison. I'm just guessing on that, though. But we can rest easy because uh, he is back in custody. Rafael Caro Quintero is uh, back in custody, at least for now, unless any other technicalities... Uh, hop up still more on crime apparently we're just realizing that criminal organizations are stepping up assassinations by using drones duh you mean like the guadalajara quark cartel who have uh, enough money to do this yes many criminals who are at risk of being targets of hits have moved to the highest floors of various luxury towers in order to prevent harm to them in response, uh, the hitmen are evolving their methods and using drones. So that's kind of... <laughs> According to this 
survey for surveillance the drones are used by hitmen to pinpoint and track their target from afar with minimal chances of exposure providing field intelligence used to calculate the best moment to strike and the best route to escape in one recent murder that occurred in galilee uh the galilee region uh, according to relatives of the victim who was shot to death, the criminals watched him for a whole hour using a drone, and after seeing him at the entrance of the house, murdered him and fled the scene. We saw the drone hovering over the house, and after the murder, it disappeared completely. Okay. Shows that criminal gangs have strange and dangerous ways to commit their crimes. Now, what it shows is that hitmen are using all means necessary to get to the person or persons they are supposed to assassinate that simple and if you have the money then that's what's going to happen right remember uh he didn't use it to kill anybody um the lincoln lawyer on netflix that's how i'll see this is a spoiler alert if you haven't seen it i would watch it if i were you uh, it's well worth the ride. It's a fun ride i told you about i reviewed this show i told you that there's the woke stuff is interwoven in the story and it's okay. You just got to, you know, get by it because it's, it's a fun, it's a fun series. I don't know what it is. Eight or nine episodes, whatever it is for Lincoln lawyer on Netflix, really good. Well worth the watch, but he uses a drone in that series and he uses it to help him commit a crime. He doesn't use it to shoot anyone. But he does use it like they're saying these criminals are using it to help commit a crime. So, I mean, it makes sense. It makes sense. Then one more in crime. This would-be criminal uh, disguised his skin tone, kept his hair under a baseball cap, and wore a surgical mask and sunglasses over his face. Footage also showed the suspect wearing jeans and a jacket despite the summer weather. So what happened? Well, a Providence strip club was robbed of $22,000 all in $1 bills by a man who came in, you know, in disguise. And uh, then it they figured out, wait, he knew I was opening up the safe and I was busy counting money another $3,500 at my desk which I do every day it's somebody who knew our routine so and he knew the layout of the of the business as well and that was correct uh Jante Goode or Jante Good uh Jante G-O-O-D-E was charged with first degree robbery uh he worked as a bar back at the club (laughs) you know he's gonna notice you bro Come on now. Come on now. Stop. So apparently, uh, when he came up and to rob the manager, the manager said, I thought it was a joke. Uh, he said, this is a robbery. I said, what? And he said, I'm going to rob the place. So he took all the ones. I could hear him stacking them into a big bag. And he obviously knew we had a lot of money in there. And so the police were able to recover most of the stolen cash shortly after the theft because John Tay tried to hide the stash in a nearby railroad tracks and was going to come back and get it later. I mean, holy cow. And so that didn't happen. So they got most of the money back and uh, Jante is uh, going going behind bars. Uh, they were happy though, at least at the, uh, at the old strip club uh, because the Providence Strip Club, the Cadillac Lounge, 
in Rhode Island, despite being shook. Uh, the he said, uh, you know, it was a bizarre burglary. Um, after the police left, the girls kept coming in and said, "Hey, let's open." <laughs> They're like, "Hey, we got to make some cash." I don't know what you're doing thinking about closing this joint. Let's open up the old Cadillac Lounge right now. And they did. All right, so we do have a little bit of news for coffee drinkers. Uh, That's good news, actually, for uh, coffee news. Uh, Data of more than 170,000 adults in the UK has revealed that those who drink between two and four cups of coffee each day, regardless of added sugar, appear to live longer lives compared to those who don't drink coffee. Okay. Now, the analysis was conducted by scientists in China at the Southern Medical and Jinan Universities of Gansu and published in the Annals of Internal Medicine. <laughs> uh, okay, I may or may not believe the study. Uh, but hey, it's good for you. Drink our coffee made here in China, would you please? Uh, lead author Dr. Dan Liu, a public health researcher at both institutions, said uh, their study supports earlier positive findings on health outcomes associated with drinking coffee. Previous observational studies have suggested an association between coffee intake and reduced risk for death, but they did not distinguish between coffee consumed with sugar or artificial sweeteners and coffee consumed without. So if you're drinking without that stuff, uh, you could probably add another, you know, another cup a day. So if you're looking at maybe five a day, five or six a day, still be good for you without the stuff in it. And that's good news for me because I like my coffee black. Uh, The team sourced 171,616 participants from the UK Biobank survey. Took place between 2006 and 2010, who had completed at least one questionnaire regarding their diet, including coffee drinking habits, as well as showed a clean bill of health in terms of cancer and cardiovascular disease. Oh boy. Two of the biggest known causes of premature death. Yeah, I am gonna. I'm not in that category. I got a little bit of cardiovascular stuff. Uh, one heart attack. Who among us hasn't had a heart attack? They found that 54.55.4 percent of participants drank coffee without sugars or sweeteners. 14.3 drank coffee with sugar. 6.1 percent drank coffee with artificial sweetener. 24.7 percent did not drink coffee at all. Those who drank coffee were further analyzed based on how many cups per day. Okay, let's let's move on from all this. So. Uh, the, uh, the factors are drink more coffee <laughs> and it's good for you. All right. So quit your whining. I saw another uh, study or data graph about how Americans spend their time, uh, by age and it breaks it down in uh, time spent alone, time spent with partner, time spent with family, time spent with children, time spent with friends, time spent with coworkers. And it breaks it down to age and number of minutes. Now we have what? 1,440 minutes in a day. And so it says here time spent alone. uh, Way, I mean, by the time you get to 80, it goes up to 80 years of age. Your time spent alone is way over 400 minutes. Almost like, looks like 450, 460, somewhere in there. 
and then it breaks it down that little quick spike around 70 goes up about the same as when you're 80 for time spent alone and it grows obviously it you know goes up as it starts at uh, you know zero years of age and as you get through into your adulthood time spent alone gets more and more and by the time you get to uh, after 40 after 40 into into your 40s your time spent alone goes up you know dramatically from uh let's see 40 your time spent alone is right around 300 minutes somewhere in there 290 minutes and uh new after that it goes up have a nice day uh per day then but i find it strange that uh they don't have uh time spent with business on this list because maybe that's time spent alone i'm not sure uh, time spent with partner uh obviously you know starts almost at nothing with at zero duh and then uh you know go gradually gets up until you get into uh adulthood in your mid-20s and then it stays pretty steady around looks like uh it's, it's like 200 minutes or so until you get about 60 and then it goes up even more up to 270 280 uh, between, you know, 60 and 80 years of age. So, you know, that's because all the dingleberries are gone and, uh, you are just you and your partner. Boy, doesn't that sound like fun anyway? Uh, but it doesn't, I guess maybe that's business time. It doesn't say, uh, time spent with family is, you know, right around, I don't know. It looks like 80 minutes time spent with children right around 70 or 80 minutes. Wow. That's pretty incredible. That should be more. Wow. Time spent with children. Looks like it goes up. Well, it goes way up. Okay, that no, that's time spent with friends. <laughs> yeah, time spent with friends is not children. Okay, so your children obviously uh, goes up as they get from zero to 20, goes up dramatically and stays pretty steady at about 200 minutes or so throughout uh, uh, your 20s, 30s, and 40s. Even 50s really here. And then it drops dramatically as it goes down. Time spent with coworkers is uh, pretty flat. Uh, you're looking at, uh, you know, 100, wow, it's over 100 minutes to went down there in the zeros. That's not coworkers. What is that, other babies? I'm not sure how they how they figure that out. And But there's no business on here. What's going on with this survey? All right, let's, let's break this survey down, shall we? <laughs> And we got some sad news from the Birmingham Zoo. Um, I know, I know. So the Birmingham Zoo uh, said a lion named Josh was brought to the zoo to provide companionship for the lioness. Yeah, uh, they brought him in for a little business. And uh, hey, Josh, here you go now. Take care of, uh, you take care of Akali. Uh, A-K-I-L-I and because Akali's mate died in 2021 but uh, they were introduced and I'm surprised that this actually happened because they normally introduce them in separate cages Uh, not that I'm an expert on zoos but I am and they normally introduce these animals in separate containers so that they see each other and they can smell each other and talk to each other but they can't really get to each other and according to this, uh, they put the two lions, they introduced the two lions, and Josh was having nothing to do with Eckley and uh, went ahead and killed her. Uh, mauled her and uh, killed her to death. 
<laughs> uh, how about you bring me another one? Okay. Because uh, I don't want nothing to do with her. Uh, I remember her from a long time ago. I don't know. I don't know what she smelled like. I don't know what the deal was. But uh, I, I don't want nothing to do with her. I'm going to kill her. And that's what happened. So they claim animal introductions are always risky because wild animals can be unpredictable and we can't control their interactions. Well, you kind of can. Uh, you know, you kind of can put them in separate areas and let them get to know each other a little bit and let uh, Ackley say, hey, Josh, want a little bit of me? <laughs> Instead of just throwing Josh in there with Ackley saying, there you go. Go take care of business. And Joshua's not having it. So rest in peace to the female lioness. I guess that's a lioness. If you're a lioness, you're a female. Uh, Ackley at the Birmingham Zoo. Rest in peace. That's almost a who died today. Oh, did you see? I, did you see they, uh, they, had, uh, they had the Trump funeral? And uh, they buried Ivana, and they had the funeral. It was it was nice, you know. I mean, it was a nice. They were all there. The whole family was there except for Tiffany. They didn't want Tiffany anywhere near the funeral, which was really kind of, really kind of hurtful. I thought, but okay, whatever. And uh, it looked like uh, Melania was not real happy about being there, but maybe that was just a funeral sad look. I don't know. She just didn't look like she was happy to be there. But the rest of the kids were there, you know, Junior and Eric and Ivanka. They were all there. And Don was there. Even Don said a few words at the casket as she was lowered into the ground. And uh, what a beautiful, beautiful place to bury Ivana. They buried her uh, not too far from the main clubhouse at Trump's Bedminster Golf Course. I don't know why that strikes me so funny, but it does. I'm sure it's a beautiful place. (laughs) Uh, And it has a, you know, discreet piece of granite engraved with her name. And she'll be remembered as a trailblazer, lived the American dream, coming to the United States from Czechoslovakia. And she had three children and she had her own. I mean, she was, she actually was, she lived the American dream, no doubt about it. I mean, and the, uh, you know, the funeral service would build a celebration of life and, uh, it was, it was beautiful. Right. And she had the gold casket and, you know, the, the, the rose gold casket that you would expect from a Trump. But, uh, it's really strange that a Tiffany wasn't there and B, you know what? Just put her out by the first hole. All right. I don't want to have to pay for anything else. So there's a place out there by hole one. We can put her there. All right? All right. Rest in peace. I'm out. Maybe it's just me. Stream and subscribe to more Blaze Media content at theblaze.com slash podcasts.